Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Bertrand Early and you're listening to The Sports Show here on the podcast. It's episode 243. Now, if you've been following the show, you might be wondering why we haven't had a show up this week. Well, it's basically down to the coronavirus restrictions and the new lockdown that we're all facing into since yesterday. It's been a rough, rough week for a lot of people and um, our, suppose our thoughts go out to all the families and the people affected by the lockdown, particularly those whose businesses have had to reclose over the last couple of days and uh, it's a tough time and I hope everybody is doing the best to get through that. On the show we have been struggling to keep up with the the content because there's just not a whole pile happening at the moment. We do have a great show for you today but we didn't have a roundup show on Monday because I suppose we just didn't have much to talk about after the footballers cancellation last weekend, the hurlers defeat in the county and the league final we did put that out as a video on our YouTube channel, which is probably the best place to get the first source of information. We have some great guests today. We're going to have a look back at that interview with Liam Morton, the captain of the Hurlers, last week. Uh, they were very obviously very disappointed to lose that. We spoke to Liam on Sunday evening. We're going to give you a little taster of that interview today. We'll also be talking to Ryan O'Rourke ahead of the footballers' crunch clash with Tipperary this weekend on Sunday afternoon at 2pm in Park Sean McDiarmada and also Kyle McDermott. He's been the hurling panel, unfortunately injured, and will miss Saturday's first round of the Nicky Rackard Cup. He won't be part of that team. But we'll be talking to him, and he'll give us a, a look inside the camp of what the hurlers have been up to this week after their defeat last weekend. Just three games this weekend. We have the hurlers tomorrow at 4 o'clock in our Madlock game live on GAA Go. Also, t- tomorrow evening, we have Sligo Rovers hosting Cork City in a game that Sligo will be looking to win just to confirm mathematically that they will not be in the relegation playoff. It's very unlikely that they'll be pulled back into that, but very important for them at the same time. Still uh, outside hope of European ambitions, but realistically, uh, a win against Cork is probably the, the peak of their season with a trip to Dundalk to come on the last week of the season but that's it for the weekend folks we've got one soccer match one hurling match and one Gaelic football game we won't be hearing from the soccer today we had Niall Morton on the show last week we don't want to be doing complete overkill on it but the best of luck to Niall and his team no ladies football this weekend uh, the girls aren't in action yet until the the first or second weekend in November so two weeks to go to the start of the ladies football championship and they play Mead in their opening game no women's soccer this weekend as Dervla Byrne and her P-Mount United girls get a break. Uh, it's an international break, of course, Ireland playing the Ukraine this evening in the Ukraine. So we take a look at some of the interviews. We're going to start off with that chat last week with Liam Morton. Liam Morton, captain of Leitrim Hurlers. A disappointing day today, Division 3B final and unfortunately not your day. Yeah, we're we're all very disappointed. We're gutted, to be honest. Um, everything was going right for us up up until I suppose the last ten minutes of the game. Um, we just lost it really, I suppose, in them few minutes. Um, we were up by five points, I think, with eight ten minutes to go, and uh, fair play to Sligo, they they turned the game around and um, came out on top. In terms of the actual encounter, um, what were your thoughts going through the game? Let's let's maybe go through the first half and, and how things were going for the team overall. Overall, the lads played fantastic stuff, you know, every lad from the goalkeeper out. Uh, Michael made two, three fantastic saves, you know, that really kept us in the game. But from the get-go, we, we were on top, you know. We didn't fear Sligo going into this game. Uh, we've had many battles with them down through the years and we knew what they were going to bring to, the, to, bring to it. So, look at everyone 
gave it their all. We went in, I think, at half time, a goal up. Um, so that reflects how we were playing, you know, again, a very good Sligo team. Again, you mentioned the last eight or ten minutes, and there was a, a five point lead going into that period of the game. What went wrong? Look, at, uh, I think maybe a little bit of luck started swinging Sligo's way. Um, they had put six, seven wides on the trot previous to that. So um, I suppose a little bit of luck was going to eventually come their way. So it's not that we did Anton terribly wrong. And maybe we didn't let the ball into the full forward line like we had been do- doing maybe throughout the game, maybe in that period of time. Or maybe we were Sligo were just, uh, just beginning to come on top at that stage. Um, we lost two or three balls in the forward line. And they went down the field and they they got a goal and they scored a couple of points after that. So um, I think it was nine points they scored on the trot. Do you know, in, the, in them last 10 minutes, we didn't score at in them last 10 minutes. So we'll have to look back on that, you know. Obviously, of course, this game was due to be played back in March. How how much of the, of the I suppose, the, the rustiness maybe, did that play a part in today's game? You might think so, but to be honest, uh, looking back on the game, the way everyone performed and the standard of hurling there today from both teams was was just top class, you know. Um, I don't think, um, having been away from it since last March, I had a major role to play in today's game. It was a, it was a very good game of hurling. Anyone that would have watched it online or was at the game would have seen that, you know. In terms of that, I suppose it's not that often we can watch a Leitrim hurling match online. Is that a distraction on the day or does it even come into your consideration? I don't think it even came into any lad's head, you know. Um, we just went out and we played it as any other game, you know. Um, so I, I don't think so, no. In terms of the, the growth of the sport over the last few years, there's been really lots of really positive steps taken by Hurlan in the county and yourself and your teammates have been a major part of that, particularly in terms of maybe winning the, the championship last year and a promotion there. How important are little steps like that in terms of growing the sport in the county like how important would it have been maybe to get that win today to push the sport on a little bit well it was important you know we've played in three league finals now the last couple of years I have anyways and a good few lads on that team you know Um, but the positives from today there's there is young lads coming into that team who wouldn't have been around maybe um, when we played the last league final two years ago Um, so you know, there is positives we can take from it as well, but I suppose it would have been nice to, to push on and win today. These league finals don't come round every day of the week, you know. As I said, we've played in three. I've lost all three now, so, you know, we may we may not be in one again, you know. So it's, you have to take them when they when they arrive. What's your own t- thoughts on the, the facilities over in the Centre of Excellence over in Connacht? Did you get a chance to peek into the new dome? Over we did, actually, yeah. We got into the dome just b- before uh, the warm-up, so I look at it. It's top class, um, fair play to them. Um, uh, even the, p- the pitch today, the grass pitch we were on, like it was just top class. Um, it was like playing on a summer's day, to be honest. It was a lovely day over there. The wind wasn't too too bad at all, so um, it just it made it all that bit uh, better for the game of hurling. Of course, now county championship all, all done and dusted a couple of weeks ago. You you pulled it out of the fire there, and uh, no more county action in terms of the league. It's just the championship. Of course, everything really is up in the air. The footballers didn't feel the team yesterday. What's your own thoughts on the the championship going forward? Like any? Well, I suppose. Look, we just have to uh, knuckle down now and get back to training on Tuesday night. And at the moment, you know, we're taking it that our game is going ahead next week. Um, we can't start making decisions in our own head and turning off because we have to be prepared if the game does go ahead next Saturday. Um, at the moment, it seems to be going ahead. We're travelling to Armagh. 
some lads may may not be comfortable going up there. Um, personally, myself, not I'm not that comfortable heading up uh, to play Armagh. But sure, look at we we we'll do what we have to do and we'll try and keep each other safe. I suppose that's a lot of the same kind of language that was been used by uh, Terry last weekend, the Stenson the week before on the program here. Could we be looking at another situation maybe later in the week where some guys, for various reasons and all perfectly valid, I think in anyone's estimation, might decide not to go? Look, I I can't answer that, to be totally honest, which I don't know, but uh, we'd be hoping... We're, we we all decided we'd be at training Tuesday night and we're going to go for our map. We've um, we've put too much into it in the last couple of weeks now to just uh, leave it behind us, you know. So we're going to stick together. We'll try and do what's right and um, keep each other safe, I suppose, you know. Do you think it's fair that the group of players on management team or just the squad in general are being put in the position where this is even an option? Look, that's something they might look at. Um, I don't know. Fair enough, I can. I'm not going to get you any more response on that. I think it's probably not fair even to ask, uh, yeah. because it's a very personal circumstance. Yeah. People's circumstances are different, and, and people's yeah. work and family commitments yeah. and family responsibilities, of course, all come into that. In terms of the game today, um, huge disappointment, and in terms of, um, I suppose, hard luck in in a fine performance, just running out of steam towards the end of the game. And thanks very much for dropping thanks in. Thanks so This weekend, we face a crunch battle with Tipperary in the Division 3 of the National Football League. And, of course, our footballers didn't play in down last week. Will be taken to the field this weekend in Carnashannon. All things going well. The game, obviously, behind closed doors, but it is available on the GAA Go app for five euros. We're going to be talking about all and everything to do with the National Football League and the return of inter-county football to Leitrim with their forward, Ryan O'Rourke. Ryan joins me now. Ryan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, Raffney. Ryan, let's start maybe with the game on Sunday because obviously Tipperary, it's a crunch game. They're two points ahead of us in the league, but a win puts us in an advantageous position on the head-to-heads. Does any of that come into your consideration or are you just focusing on the game on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, listen, we're just focusing on, as you said, the game really. Um, there's lots of different things that are thrown, are going to be thrown up on Sunday with different they're on about score difference and they're on about if if dairy the dairy and uh offly game as well so all we can focus on is beating temporary not by how much or whatever but uh we're just focused on winning the game that's all that's all our concentration is this week in terms of that score difference i suppose do you know have you looked into yourself even just to know in the back of your mind or is that something you'd want to know if you're winning uh coming to the last five or ten minutes of the game if you're taking a a free late on and we're a point or two shy of that on score difference. Will you allow that come into your game, or are you just forget about it completely, work about it after the game? No, we haven't even spoken about it at all. I think it's people are saying it's six points or something like that. But um, no, we can't. If you start thinking of how much you're going to win by, you're you might you might end up not even winning the game. So we're just focused on winning the game, and that's 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 the only thing we're thinking of this week. We haven't spoken about it, and maybe if it comes down to the end of the game and it's tight, and maybe then we might need a bit of game management. But um, for now, we're just we're just focusing on winning the game. In terms of, I suppose, the last seven or eight days in Leitrim football, it's been a fairly eventful week. It's all started, I suppose, last week with the late withdrawal from the game in down. What's your own thoughts on that whole situation and, and I suppose, the, the repercussions that have come out over the week? 
Yeah, listen, uh, it's kind of been it's been mixed. Um, I suppose my feeling of it, and it was it seemed to be everything outside of the GA, everybody outside the GA was kind of praising us and and any teams that were feeling not particularly safe to travel or to go ahead with these games. And it seems to be any more people that were given out or kind of um, asking questions were kind of inside the GA. So um, listen, it, it's up to every team. You know, we've seen Waterford there today. I think it was they pulled out of their their clash with Antrim. So, um, you know, we were the same last week, and for a number of different reasons, and we couldn't feel so. Uh, but we're happy to to be able to feel this weekend and uh, push on and try and win the game. Of course, there's a couple of lads from Fina on that team as well. Yourself, Jack, your own cousin, Reardon, so this panel. In terms of, I suppose, how that really impacts a community. Um, without asking you really what way you fell in terms of whether you wanted to play the game or not play the game, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and I'm not going to get into that, but in terms of the actual decision, are you happy with the decision that was made and the manner in which it was made by the lads? Yeah, I yeah, am. Listen, uh, any decision we make as as players and management um, and even the county board, you know, we're going to back that decision. Um, look, it, it definitely wasn't taken lightly. Um, like you said, we were another fellas from FINA and our own community. So, you know, um, talking to all the like parents of the players and even people around, the, whenever you do see them, they were delighted. They, they didn't want to see us traveling at all, you know, coming back. Like, let's, for example, like we didn't even travel and I couldn't, I was, couldn't teach this week because um, obviously there was a case. So, um, you know, this is the knock on effect it has. So, um, we felt we were taking it serious and um we there was a number of concerns within the camp so we felt it was the, it was the best option and you know people talk about uh, the integrity of the league but we were thinking more of the integrity of the safety of people in public health so that's that's what we put number one but um we're home in carrick and shannon this weekend and we know everything will be in place and we're we we have uh so far any yeah, have a, have a decent team ready for it so that's that's our focus now, and we're glad to do it. You mentioned the integrity of the league, and I suppose that's the phrase that was used by the Tipperary manager last weekend when he kind of, I suppose, called silly beggars on, on the behaviour of Leitrim. Obviously, you've put the record straight. We've also spoken to the likes of Terry, and, and he discussed his thoughts on this as well. It's yeah. very much a case of, of a, a real cup final, a real championship final here in a league match. Is it kind of a bit weird at this stage of the season to be playing league games for them to be so important in terms of the, the, the future of, of the team and, and the squad. We knew this was coming since last March, um, that it was probably going to come down to the wire, down to the last game. So um, obviously through the summer months, we didn't know if it was going to happen and it's happening now. So uh, we're at the very end of October and it's a must-win game. So, but listen, it's great to, it's great to have that too. You know, like there's plenty of years in Leitrim where and Division Four, you're at the the last couple of games could be dead rubber, and you're playing for nothing, and that's no preparation for championships. So, um, we're down to our last league game, and it's must win, and it's at home as well. It's a pity there's no supporters to back us up, but, um, yeah, it's we're we're looking forward to it. And it's definitely a, a game we think we can win. Listen, we put it out there to our listeners to ask if anyone had any questions for you, and we did get one uh, recommendation or one question in that we're gonna. So actually, it's Dave McQueenie. He's a Kiltober man, but he's currently residing in Athlone, but he goes to all the league games, home and away, and he got in touch with this question for you. Hi, Ryan. Uh, Leitrim are used to playing Division 4 football in the league, but after a good year last year, we found ourselves playing Division 3 football this year. From the outside looking in, I've 
can see that Leitrim, I think Leitrim have played fairly well in most games, but just maybe a spell of five or ten minutes where concentration kind of wanes during the game and it tends to take the game away from us. But on the field, from a player's point of view, do you see that step up in quality and that change from playing Division 4 football to now playing Division 3 football? And do you find yourself learning from that? Do you find yourself developing uh, your own game around that and that step up in quality that you're facing? Keep up the good work. Yeah, listen, it's a good question, David. Um, it's definitely, definitely could notice the, the step up from Division 4 to Division 3. And you're right in saying that every game we played, we, we won one and drew one, but all the games we lost, we were in all those games. Um, we played well for a lot of them games. And... Um, it was like you said, five or ten minute spells here and there were, were just cost us. Um, go through them all. I remember the, the Derry game, we should have won it. Um, what was it? The Cork game, even Cork ran away with it a while. But I remember the first the first 20 minutes of the first half, it was tit for tat. And I remember the five or five minutes before half time and five minutes after time, they just kind of took over. And it seems when these teams in Division Three do take over, they do really kind of punish you, they, they do score heavily sometimes. So um, in Division 4, if a team's on top, they mightn't score as much. So that's one thing we really noticed. But um, for the majority of these games, and Offaly as well as another game at home, um, I think they ran away with like eight points in the end. But there was another game that we could have won, really. So um, that's definitely it. When teams do get on top, they really do punish you. So it's just trying to negate that spell when they do take over. And um, you have to be, we have to be more clinical ourselves when we do get on top. So that was the main thing, I suppose, between Division 4 and Division 3 and time in the ball and all that. It, the more you go up the divisions, you've less time in the ball. So uh, there are a couple of things, but we know well we can mix it uh, with these teams. So we're just hoping to get to get another stint in Division 3 to, uh, to kind of right our wrongs and, uh, and stay up. In terms of that, just to follow on from the question, I suppose, how important is it to Leitrim? Because we hear all this time about the championship versus the league and Sometimes we get a bad draw in the championship. People are looking forward to the game against Mayo in a couple of weeks, but we win as huge underdogs. In the league, we're never that far off the standard. How important is it for us to be playing the likes of Derry and Cork and Loud and, and these teams in a stronger Division 3 than Division 4 going forward? Oh, big time. Like, uh, I suppose over the last four years, um, when we got a good few beatings by likes of Roscommon and these teams, um, we knew well to close that gap. We had to be playing the likes of these teams, the Derrys, the Offleys, the Corks, um, very strong opposition. But, um, you know, each time you play them, you're learning more and more um, as opposed to probably playing more the same teams over and over again for the guts of a decade in Division 4. So um, playing new teams, you learn new things. Um, you know, we have a very young team. Our strength and conditioning is, is improving every year. So... The likes of going into championship, we're playing Mayo, so and that's that's the level we're trying to get to. And playing the, these teams, Division Three, are definitely going to help us get there. There's a couple of new, exciting young players coming through Leitrim's ranks at the moment, and I know I saw the team that was named last week. Whether that would have been the team that started or not, based on on cases and stuff, we don't know. But a few interesting names that we haven't seen before on a Leitrim team sheet. Donald Casey was picked at uh, full back. Brendan Flynn back in between the sticks and goals. Um, how important is it to see lads coming through with Connor Farrell back in the fold as well, having not really been involved in, in recent times? Uh, great to see. I've, I've picked three lads from Leitrim Village. That's purely circumstantial. But in <laughs> yeah. terms of the, um, I suppose, how it's gone, the those lads coming through and, and bolstering that squad a little bit. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
it's our panel nearly seems entirely different since since this uh, before the lockdown and um, back in march we've a lot of new blood coming through the likes of donald casey there you mentioned um paul keeney's in now after a good club championship um you know these young lads definitely do boost the thing um and they're they're young but they're 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 ready too you know they're they're in good shape uh for their age they're only 18 or 19 and um yeah definitely we were already a young team and you see more young lads coming in it drives competition and training and uh that's that's what you want in terms of youngsters coming through even younger lads coming through the under 17 championship uh, we've lost it this year it seems it's been pushed back and whether it'll be played or not now i suppose is anybody's guess how much of a, a of a loss is that to Leitrim to get that next generation of lads coming through the Paul Keeneys and, and Donald Casey's of two or three years time to, to give them that experience of the cut and trust of championship fair. Yeah, definitely. I know it's really disappointing for the lads. Um, I know Benny and the lads were, were training uh, hard. We used to see them a good bit up at the, the center of excellence. So disappointing for them because it's a great learning curve. Um, I remember playing County Minor and, still remember some of the experiences that you that you take even to, for now uh, at senior so um minor under 21 is definitely you know they're they're stepping blocks towards your senior career so they're great memories they're big championship games and that's ultimately what it comes down to as a senior player how you perform in them big championship days so uh, it's very disappointing for them um hopefully they, they do end up getting their championship game anyway um but definitely disappointing because it is it is a pivotal moment i suppose of your career going forward yeah, we had Brendan Gookie lined up to come in and have a chat with us. He's, of course, the manager of that team. Now, we, we didn't do go forward with the interview because no game to talk about. In terms of Sunday's game, just to finish up with the actual match itself, is this challenge within Lewis Grasps? Can we expect, can we really uh, look to a victory on Sunday within our abilities? Oh, 100%. Um, listen, Tipperary have lots of quality. Uh, Michael Quinlivan, um, Liam Casey, Jack Kennedy, uh connor sweeney you know they've a lot of quality there um but look we're we're at home um we're hoping to to give them the right good game and um hopefully we've seen a lot of the games where we uh especially last year where we kept it tight for the to the last 10 minutes and we we kind of dug it out in the last few minutes so we're hoping to be there thereabouts for the first 50 minutes and 60 minutes and and drive it on then um we definitely think we're well in our ability to beat them yeah and maybe leave all the questions of the integrity of the league to one side yeah, for everybody exactly, yeah. involved on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Ryan O'Rourke, thank you so much for joining in. Thanks to David for sending in the question earlier as well. Uh, really, the very best luck to you and your teammates on Sunday. And here's hoping we can secure our Division 3 status. Uh, just a word, Mayo a week after, which is more important, retaining Division 3 status or the Mayo game kind of championship this year? Uh, listen, pr probably regaining Division Three status at, the, at this moment in time, anyway, is, is all we're focusing on. Um, definitely, yeah, I think it'll 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 be more important probably going forward for us. Okay, well, listen, Ryan. To be fair, Terry said the exact same last week. Uh, thanks very much for joining me. Best of luck on Sunday. Thanks very much, Rafi. Elite sport does continue, and that includes for Leitrim Hurlers the Nicky Rackard Cup this Saturday afternoon. And at four o'clock in the Athletic Grounds in Armagh, sees the Leitrim Hurlers take to the field in their first championship outing this year. Now, today we're going to be joined by one of their currently injured players uh, who will be joining us to talk to us all about 
the season so far, the disappointment of the league final last week, which we touched on in our interview with Liam Morton last weekend. But we're going to go and have a little chat with Carl McDermott. Carl, you're very welcome to the programme. How are you, Brett, mate? I'm, I'm great. Thanks very much for joining us. You're our first guest in this new online digital world of the video conference and recordings that we're doing out. So you're very welcome to the show. Uh, we might start with that uh, senior league final last week, the Division 3B. We get the, the negative stuff out of the way first. Tell yeah, us your yeah. own thoughts a couple of days now after the game. Ah, yeah, look, it was, it was a hard one to take. Um, I only played a small part of the game myself. I, I started and I came off at the first water break, just pulled up with a hamstring injury. But, uh, look, the game was just, it was a fantastic game. The lads played really, really well afterwards. Um, we, you know, like Sligo are a brilliant team. They're really good. And I think the lads did fantastic to, to you know, to keep them. And for most of the game, we were leading. Um, I think Sligo hit a, a lot of wide, which... I think it was a credit to our defence. They didn't get any shots away, you know, without any pressure being put on them. But, um, you know, the lads did really well and just, I think, just ran out of steam towards the end. Um, and Sligo, some of their key players, really took advantage of a few opportunities in that in that period. Like, But, yeah, look, it was a pity. It was a pity, but was really proud of the way the boys played. They played really well. How disappointing is it to have to come off that early in a, in a final that everyone's been looking forward to since March? Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, it's it is it's sickening. It's really sickening. Um, we were really up for that game back in March. Really up for like we were, we were prepped to go up to the height in March and and just really put up a big game. But um, you know, it's it's different times now. Getting ready for the game. It's hard, it was hard to get into the, to the same mindset coming up to it as well. And um, I was carrying a, a different injury, which I completely focused on getting that right. And. Uh, that 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 was perfect. That was my hand. That the hand felt great. Then on the day, hurting really well. And then ten minutes in, hamstring pulled up, and it was just it was just kind of like one of those things. What what do you do? Come off, and you know, I don't I don't know. It's, it's just a strange strange feeling. In terms of I suppose the club scene at the moment, we spoke to Liam about it the other day, and of course his side came out the right side of the result in the county final. Yourself, yeah. thoughts after that game a couple of weeks ago? Disappointed. Ah, uh, yeah, disappointed in the world. Like it was, that was a, that was just like the year before. After extra time, it was just that was a tough one to take too. Um, but sure, look, you get used to you get used to these things. This is what you have to take in sport. You've got to take the good days with the bad days, and you know it was, it was good to be able to get back up on the horse fairly quick, get back out with the county team, and kind of just put that behind. You know, especially you know, in the current climate and everything that's going on, to be able to focus on something like a, a county squad and prepare for a league final after losing a county final was it was, it was just perfect like it was tough to go back in obviously with you know with, with the character boys and just forget about it but it's, you just need to get back on the horse after something like that yeah and how does that actually work in the squad because a lot of different sports whether it's premiership soccer into international teams you've got an england squad or an ireland squad and they all come in from maybe 15 or 20 clubs out for 23 players with Carrick and Clooneen, it's very much a case of every single player comes from one of two clubs. So that rivalry almost has to be put aside. How hard is it to turn on and off that rivalry, depending on, I suppose, who's in the dressing room with you on any given day? Um, it's hard, yeah. I'll be honest, it is hard. Because like, the county final every year, even though it's, it's just the county final and there's no other games in the build-up to it, it's just ferocious. And the rivalry is massive between the two clubs. 
So you really will, you really do, and I know the Carrick boys just as much as the Manor lads get up for that game. Um, and other years, you have a few months to put that behind you and, you know, to get excited about the county season. But you just need to be mature about it. Like, like you could, you could throw, you know, throw a strop after a county final and get mad with the lads. But like, it, there's nothing you can hold against them. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, there's gonna be a lot of hard hits in the county final, and you just put again, put that behind you and shake their hand at the end of the day and go in and be happy to play with them for the county team. Then a week later, you know. In terms of this week coming, I suppose it's a week later now from last week. In terms of the game on Saturday afternoon, four p.m. in the Athletic Grounds, it must be, uh, I suppose, exciting for the squad to be back. I know you won't be part of it because of the injury, but it must be exciting for the squad to be back out. But also that little bit of fear that's crept in. Leitrim didn't field their team in down last week. I know Longford and Cork is off this week for similar reasons. Uh, what's yeah. the mood in the camp? Um, no, the mood the mood is is fine. There's there's not a whole pile of worry about um over the game going ahead or not. Um, it's it's about just managing managing our own setup responsibly and you know lads really taking care of themselves outside of the county team, whether it be work or who they're meeting up with, that they're just being responsible and they're not you know putting the rest of the team at risk. Um, so. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't be afraid of of going away to a game like up in Armagh because I think the games are managed to a very high standard. There's a lot of officials there, and there's very few. Uh, like the spectators aren't allowed in. You're interacting with very few people outside of the team, your teammates that you're interacting with. You know, during training, you drive like the game last weekend. Everyone drove to it individually. You got out. You walked to the dressing room. We had three dressing rooms for the full team, um, so you're you're only interacting with the players and then the managers. And you play the game. You get back in your car and you drive home. So it, it, it's not too bad. Is there three dressing rooms in every venue though? Because if you come to Parkshaw McDermott, for example, there's four dressing rooms total. So that yeah. kind of option doesn't exist in probably most of the county grounds. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair point. Um, yeah, well, I, yeah. My point is just that I, I think the GA and the GA officials are taking it seriously, and they're they're trying to minimise the risk where possible. Um, so like, it's it's our responsibility as well, but I, I just think the, the GA is being professional about it as much as possible. How much do you read into, I suppose, the public discourse about whether the game should be up and running? I know today now we lost the under seventeen championship, which was due to take. Kick off on Friday night. Um, is that a disappointment? Not that it affects you personally, but but that some games are starting to fall. Can you see us completing a championship? Um, it's it, it's it's a controversial one now. I like just through my work, I will be talking to a lot of people about the GAA, and there's very mixed reaction to whether to go ahead or not. In my opinion, I I feel it should go ahead. I feel there's there's a lot of areas in in community in, in, in Ireland that they're, they're spread other outside the GEA and I think the GEA holds massive importance in Irish community especially in times like this just for a, a relief for people to talk about have something to talk about something to look forward to like the, to be able to look forward to like I know our, our game won't have a whole pile of spectators tuning into it but there will definitely be people who will look forward to our games but like the games 
the Sam Maguire and Liam McCarthy games cannot be underestimated how important they are for people around Ireland. You know, like just just looking forward to watching the match and then talking about it the week after that it's something outside of COVID for people to talk to because it seems like that really is all there is to talk about nowadays. So I, I, I think it's very important that they go ahead. Yeah, and I, I do agree with you in principle in terms of if we cast our minds back to March, April, May when literally everything shut down and if it happened outside... It happened inside the four walls of your house, you knew about it. Outside of that, you didn't. There really was no other distractions. Um, so creating that opportunity, as you said, in a very controlled environment to provide that form of entertainment to sports fans, to GA fans exactly, in particular. Exactly. I suppose it, the other argument about the arts and theatre and all that sort of stuff is really for another discussion. It's for another group mm. of people. But I think yeah. um, it's, it's creating that entertainment factor of, of distraction maybe from the lockdown for the next yeah. six weeks. Yeah. Uh, speaking about the game, um, obviously it's only a week since, or even six days since the league final disappointment. Will Ulkin and Liam and the lads be able to turn around the, the mood in the camp quickly enough to, to compete with Armagh at the weekend? Oh, I think so. I think definitely, yeah. yeah. We had training there last night. And again, on Thursday, should be you know two light sessions, a lot of talk and a lot of communication. Just you know move on again. Um, I, I, yeah, I think they'll definitely be able to get up for this game. Um, like it's, At the end of the day, it's, it's a new step. I know we played in the Nicky Rackard two years ago, but it's a new step to look forward to. It's a new challenge playing Armagh. I don't think anyone in the squad has played Armagh before, especially up at the up at the athletic grounds. Like it's just they're they're a fantastic team too. Like they they were in the Nicky Rackard final. So if we could get a scalp get over them, it'd be a fantastic start and just show great intent for the start of the competition. For one second, can you just break down to me the different levels? Because we all know about the Liam McCarthy Cup. The whole country knows about that. It's, it's followed across the country every year. But then you start dropping down into the Joe McDonough, the Christy Ring, the Nicky Rackert that we're in now, and the Laurie Marr that yeah. we won last year. And I suppose yeah. if, in a football context, all the counties play in the one level, some more successfully yeah. than others. But in Hurland, yeah. that's not the case because of the level in each I suppose each county and each of the clubs that make up that county. Can you explain yeah. maybe to people who aren't familiar with that what that means for Leitrim and where they sit in that fourth tier of hurling in the county yeah, at the yeah. moment? Um, well, we, we played traditionally in the Laurie Matter. We always played in the Laurie Matter, the bottom division. Um, that was before they brought in the Joe McDonough, I think, was that fifth division or, or was that sixth or was it fourth? But we, anyways. We got promoted two years ago to the Nicky Rackers without winning, just getting to the final. And we went, the, we got relegated the following year back down to the Laurie Matter. Now, we won the Laurie Matter last year um, for the first time. And now we're playing in the Nicky Rackers again. Um, and it, it, the importance of it is just it, it, instead of losing to higher quality teams regularly it gives you opportunity to play with teams that are of your standard until you build your squad and you always have something that you can aim at like you can always aim to like we won the we won the Laurie Maher and now we can aim to win the Nicky Rackard and keep progressing and building our squad building our you know the, the hurling in the community through underage and through you know other areas that it just long term it leaves more room for development of the sport in the county in terms of I suppose the outlook for the season uh, as you said Armagh were in the final of it last year he won the, the division below to to get to this level is survival the story of the year 
uh, much like the footballers in Division 3 of the league, or is there a realistic chance of Leitrim pushing on and competing at this level? There, yeah, there is definitely a realistic chance of us uh, competing. Um, but realistically, what it comes down to is the first game, the second game, uh, and that's what's going to decide whether you're looking at a relegation battle or you know whether you're into a semi-final and you're pushing on. Like, like one game can make a massive difference, and all, you know one performance can can completely change your outlook of a championship. There was they changed the rules earlier on in the year, I think, because they wanted to level out the number of teams in the Laurie Matter that they were going to relegate three teams from the Nicky Racker this year and only promote one into the Christie Ring. They've changed that now since again, and I think they're relegating two teams. So there are still two teams out of seven playing teams to go down, which is you know it's it's high enough. But if we can if we can get a win against Armagh or else in the following game. It would put us in a very strong position to push for a semi-final place and not to be fighting a relegation battle. Of course, and Sligo, of course, won the Nicky Rackard Cup last year. They're now in the, the third level, which I think is the Christie Ring, if I'm not mistaken. I might have got my orders mixed up. Um, but yeah, they, no, they've been yeah, promoted yeah. out of this grade. And I suppose yeah. going on recent form until the 52nd, 53rd minute, or yeah, 62nd minute last, last week, uh, you were living with them and, and ahead of them by four or five points going into the last five, ten, eight minutes of that game. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's all it's very exciting time for Hurland, despite the the mess that's around it and the restrictions and all the uncertainty that that brings. At the moment, we're talking Wednesday night. Anyone that we're worried about that might not be available for the game for COVID or other reasons, other than yourself. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure in terms of injury. I know there were there were a few lads. Gavin O'Hagan had a had a foot injury. And um, Aaron, my brother, had a shoulder injury, but they both played the full game the last day. I don't know how Gavin's foot is. I'll, I think we'll just have to wait and see. I think I think they should be both training tomorrow night. So I think I think we're we're all good that way. Well, listen, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. The best luck with the injury. I hope it heals. You're not travelling yourself on Sunday or Saturday. I I don't think I will. Um, just with the with the current climate, like and the situation with the COVID, I think be as well off. Just step back. I, I I am due to be working on Saturday as well, so I I think I'll just I'll just work and maybe be a bit more responsible and stay at home this time. I think we all have to make decisions for the be- the good of everybody and not just ourselves over the next few weeks and months. Uh, to Carl McDermott, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. The best of luck to the Leitrim Hurlers on Saturday evening, 4 p.m. in the Athletic Grounds in Armagh. The game, I believe, is live on the GA Go app, so that you'll be able to check it out over there and don't forget if you're watching this on youtube please don't forget to subscribe to the show down below carl thank you very much for joining me no problem Brefney. thanks very much for having me and that folks is all we have time for today we're not quite sure what's happening with leitrim daily in terms of content over the next few weeks and months six weeks of a lockdown to, f- to come no sport of really any kind outside of a couple of elite teams with the footballers in action in the championship next week against mayo the hurlers their nicky Rackard cup will continue for a few weeks the ladies footballers have a minimum of two games and then the soccer the league of ireland season and the women's national league season all coming to the closing stages it remains to be seen how much sport we will even have to talk about on the show What we would like to do, though, is we'd like to continue to bring you stories of people from around the county. So if you have a story that you would like us to help tell on your behalf 
or someone you think is worthy of have sitting down for a conversation and, and telling their story about what it might be, something positive in their life, in their business, or in whatever aspect of their their community work that you would like to see them mentioned on the show, please get in touch with us. You can drop us an email, info at leitrimdaily.com or hit us up on any of our social media accounts. We'd love to hear from you about the suggestions you might have for people who might be uh, a good interviewee on the show. We'd love to have that. Check out our YouTube channel because that's where we put all our interviews first now. Uh, we're trying to do more video content uh, and we will, as you see, all today's interviews are available in isolation on our YouTube channel. So you can hear Liam, Ryan and also Carl McDermott uh, in terms of their actual full interviews on our YouTube channel. And you can get to actually watch them do it as well. So thank you very much to everybody who's part of today's show. We'll continue to bring you content as we can in these uh, interesting and unprecedented times for all of us. Keep safe, keep washing your hands, stay socially distant and please wear a mask. Talk to you next week and enjoy the long weekend.